I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, where we are covering X-Men comic books. We are on Deadly Genesis number two of a six-issue miniseries written by Ed Brubaker. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about this. You mentioned Criminal and Incognito and stuff like that. I had read a lot of that indie stuff. I guess that's indie stuff. I had read a lot of the original work from Ed Brubaker before I had ever gotten into these comics, and I was a really huge fan. Um, yeah. So I like I liked that dude a lot. I read a lot of that Daredevil stuff that he did. I thought it was really fucking cool and moody, except for all of the weird Typhoid Mary stuff. Like that just got a little weird for me. But I really like this dude as a writer. Yeah, I, I've never read uh, his Daredevil stuff. I've only read his X-Men superhero stuff. But I read uh, Criminal and Fatal and all those things uh, when they were coming out um, initially. I know that they there's a Lovecraftian one that I read the first trade of that I really liked that he did that was like crime and uh cosmic horror mixed together that was really good um there would also be these really great like essays about old crime novels and movies yeah what was uh, the, the back of those what was the name of it i've read that what, what is the name i'm looking over at my shelf because i think i bought some of those i'm trying to find them it's not the... uh it's not fatal i don't think i think fatal was before that but it might have been fatal yeah and brubaker what you writing we're, we're, this is the the part of the podcast where we Google uh, things. I have three volumes of this. I think is what it is. I can't. It looks like Strangers, but I can't actually tell. It's not called Strangers. I would know. I feel like I would know that. Uh, Sleeper. It wasn't Sleeper. That was his early one. Criminal Incognito. That was really good, but that wasn't it. Image. Uh, it is Fatal. Okay. So it is Fatal. We were. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yep, it was fatal this whole I'm, time. I'm gonna put a marker right there just so I can speed everything to like twenty five thousand percent and then really <laughs> fuck over the podcast people that do that in their podcast editor. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um it should be noted too, uh Ed Brubaker is the guy who wrote uh The Winter Soldier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that Captain America arc that is a really good, like, you know, obviously a big inspiration not for the movie, which is one of my favorite MCU movies, uh, but also just that tone mm-hmm. of those Captain America movies. Um, and also yeah, got to uh, cameo in one of them. He was one of the Russian scientists, I think. No, yeah. When no, they you when look they, at him, he's just a dude. Yeah, he's just he's just a normal looking guy, like like most comic book people are. So yeah, a white guy with a bald, bald by choice white man. Um, speaking of uh, bald not by choice white men, Xavier's still missing. Xavier's still missing. Deadly Genesis two. Yes. Uh, the cover of this is Cyclops and Vulcan, who we don't actually have a name for yet, uh, fighting one another. Yep. Uh, Vulcan's got a big smile on his face. He yeah. is not being uh, hurt by Cyclops' optic blast. No. Um, lots of muscles on display here. So, yeah. Muscle dudes voice. grabbing on each other. Yeah. Uh, we cut over to this little military, this like impromptu military camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, set up where Kitty Pride and Beast are trying to convince the army to let Wolverine go. Yes. Uh, here. And man, Beast, uh, his beard has really grown out too. Yeah. He's, uh, this artist is just makes a real sloppy beast. Just looking real shaggy, man. It's not, it's yeah. not good with those Kelsey Grammer glasses. Um, yeah. Yeah. Huge Brimley energy on this beast. I was, I got my haircut today. I think I mentioned this earlier. Uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm wearing a mask and I, I'm not like engaging in chit chat, like, right. Like I'm basically trying to hold my breath as much as possible, uh, mm-hmm. throughout this entire experience. And, um, on the TV, they had 
one of these housewives TV shows and they were like, like this is Camille and this is Camille's two kids. And then like, this is Camille's husband and in walks Kelsey Grammer. And I'm like, are we really calling Kelsey Grammer Camille's husband? Camille's like, husband. <laughs> I, if so, I'm into it. Like, 100% I, I, down, but wow. Yeah. Like, like, That's you know, pretty good. <laughs> that dude was Fraser. Maybe we could just say like Camille's husband, Kelsey Grammer. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just really, sure. really, I don't even give a shit about Kelsey Grammer. Like to be honest with you, I just was so shocked to see him. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh. So they're they're having this discussion. Basically, you know, like you can't hold Logan. He's not even a citizen here. He's from Canada, mm-hmm. and nothing's working. Uh, the army is uh, hardballing him until one of them has some little psychic uh, spheres around his head, and he uh, Jedi mind tricks yes. himself into uh, letting him go. Yep. Um. um and- and even though the the Sentinel, when we see this in the panel, like the Sentinel was shooting the uh, X plane with I beams, even though the Sentinel had scanned it, um, it, Emma Frost is on board and has tricked the computer. She mind jacked the computer, I think, mm-hmm. or mind jumped their scanners, which I think is very funny. Yeah, I love that uh, they gave Wolverine an army uniform, but he they didn't give him an undershirt; they just gave him a jacket. Yeah. I mean, he's got you know, dog tags. And it's like, yeah, they could give him a shirt, but instead they just give him a jacket so he looks cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's very funny. Your nipples are really scaring us. Put this on, please. Yeah. Uh, you know, they uh, they get in there. They fly away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Rachel and Cyclops are missing is the uh, the big takeaway here. Uh, and uh, not good. They are in this weird room and they look like they have been kind of melted into this wall. Uh, and they are facing one another. Notably, Cyclops does not have his visor, and uh, Rachel does not r- really can't use her com- use her powers. Uh, and you know, Cyclops kind of freaks out when he realizes he doesn't have his visor, and, and neither one of them can can use their powers. As the camera zooms out more, this looks almost like a science lab of some kind. Uh, yes, and it looks kind of like the thing that we just saw in days of future past <laughs> like, yeah, the da- old danger room. it looks like old like danger the, room yeah the slabs they're on are on like pneumatic presses where they could just make them kiss yes like action figures if they wanted to <laughs> kiss your daughter <laughs> i'm vulcan <laughs> <laughs> let's go to space and do incest Woo! <laughs> yeah, like i'm gonna go fuck my dad um the uh yeah so uh and this is a big shock to cyclops he doesn't have his visor on yeah uh, which I think is interesting. You'd think that he would, you know, he sees things differently through his visor. Um, we cut back to the Xavier Institute um, and Havoc's here. We Everyone forgot about that. This is the, during uh, the Milligan run mm-hmm. of X-Men where Havoc was on the other team. Um, that's a really weird run that I would like to cover at some point. Just Not that it's good, but like maybe the opening arc just because it's really fucking strange. It's because it's odd, um, yeah. They're yeah, tr- they're trying to repair, repair Cerebro, um, and Havoc just gets super mad that they're not doing anything but repairing Cerebro, so he just destroys Cerebro a little bit. <laughs> it's real stupid. Like, we aren't finding Scott, and it's like, do you understand this thing detects mutants, you fucking idiot? Yeah. Like, this is the Scott Finder 2000. <laughs> <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> like, uh, Beast, like, kicks him out. Like, Beast is like, we are trying to do that. You're making it more difficult. Get out of here. Uh, and he pouts like he leaves and he sees some ghost, but he's seen the ghost of Iceman and Lorna Dane making out. Ouch. Uh, yep. Back in the day. And basically like Alex can't find out. We're naughty. Sneak into my room, you know, um, dun, dun, dun. And he brushes off Nightcrawler who tries to check in on him. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's seeing ghost back at the mansion. 
over at the um, Kiss Presser 2000 <laughs> to go along with our Scott Finder 2000. Um, Rachel says that she can feel the psychic residue of Xavier. Like he spent a lot of time here, like not actual thoughts, but like a mental footprint. Um, and we get this like weird silhouette of Xavier in a wheelchair um, before we, we, we they move on and Vulcan comes in the room. Um, yep. And he's now wearing a, a cloak. Cause why not? Stuff. Because why not? Yeah. Uh, and he's going to be really teasy and villain, big villainy during this whole thing. Like just very, uh, you know, you'll find out. <laughs> uh, you know, he basically says like, you know, you've seen this place before. You just don't recognize, you don't recognize it. Um, you know, Cyclops says he's insane. He's like, well, maybe, but I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not going to lie to you. Like everything I say is going to be true. Yeah. Um, um, he also says like, he kind of like mentions down here and then like what, and that he's been watching them upstairs. Um, so like it's, he's kind of given us a lot of hints on what this could potentially be. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, he leaves though. He's got a plane to catch, uh, where Banshee is on a commercial flight in the United States with this laptop full of Xavier secrets. Yeah. Uh, and in air traffic control. Our boy Kurt Wagner, full <laughs> <Old> uniform, <laughs> tin cup. I love tin it, dude. Cup. Uh, what is I? What is I can't remember the name of the uh, the flying one. Uh, that movie about air traffic controllers. Um, but uh, he's basically like he won't tell him what it is. Like if you just feel like this could have been emailed, a hundred. You know? It's a video file, and you guys have Shiar yeah. tech. Like please, just yeah. like put this on on my Shiar phone that is strapped yeah. to my wrist or whatever. Right, like put this on Shiar TikTok. <laughs> Like this is going to be <laughs> like I haven't gotten Google drive technology yet. Drop a, drop a Eminem song behind it. And then like, like let me listen to <laughs> drop the WAP beat. <laughs> and let Moira tell me about how Charles Xavier is a shit. When it comes to whores in this house, Xavier is the number one whore. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got some whores in this house of them. Uh, so he basically says, you know, he's there. He has to do it to trust it. And we cut over to Vulcan, who is in a hood, uh, who is also flying a jet. Um, they go to go pick up Banshee from the airport. <laughs> like this is really like low stakes X Men. I love it, dude. I love uh, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. We gotta go pick him up. Like, they jump in the guys. jeep, take the hood off, man. They took the top yep. off the jeep, going for a drive, get some fresh air. Yeah. Uh, and Nightcrawler says, like, hey, you know, uh. Wolverine's like, what can I smell? I'm smelling something weird off of you. Is that fear? He's like, it's not fear. It's like concern for my friends. Like Havoc was having a hard time. Sean said something about seeing ghosts. I've been seeing ghosts. There's ghosts about. And then that's when Wolverine's like, yeah, we saw Gene. You know, before we take it down, you know. I love Nightcrawler. about him. What? <laughs> Excuse <Yeah>. me? <laughs> like, why are you surprised at all? Like Gene pops up all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that when she, first, we didn't mention it last ep- episode, but I think when she pops up, somebody says, not this again. Yeah. Uh, which is, that's great. Wolverine uh, does it. Yeah. Like Jean shows yeah. up and she's like, not this again. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. You know, uh, we cut over, you know, they're waiting outside the airport, uh, for Banshee. Banshee's, uh, are they, getting his, uh, are they waiting in a parking lot? Like normal people would when they're picking up someone from nope. an airport. Okay. Okay. Nope. Just wanted to check uh, in. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're waiting on, on a, a hill overlooking the the barbed wire fence because banshee's just gonna like dash down the tarmac apparently and jump this barbed wire fence like on a scale of one to ten one being 
totally fine if a sentinel sees you doing it and 10 being very much not cool if a sentinel sees you doing it like where would you rate standing outside of like an airfield like it just looks suspicious right it looks really suspicious and this was definitely like post 9-11 as well like this does not seem correct uh banshee's there like getting stuff from his overhead compartment like getting his evil laptop or whatever and a kid on the plane looks out and says oh it's another jet they look out and the jet is heading right towards the commercial Uh plane and uh oh that jet isn't the jet it's the blackbird yes um so Uh, banshee does whatever what any superhero would do which is take his top off so that we can see that he has a uniform and then goes and open the cabin door so that (laughs) everybody's having a bad time all of a sudden uh and then it seems like he's going to and then jumps out and like i'm going to you know scream this thing to death and it doesn't work and we see a giant explosion in the sky as wolverine and nightcrawler look on and that's that's sean dead potentially yeah ripped a banshee but i'm different uh banshee stayed dead for a while yes i recall but he did come back um but yeah this is uh the the big character death because this is a big event has to have that um our backup strip is one of the better ones uh because it's a character that actually survives uh into the mcu uh this is where we learn about darwin into the mcu or into the uh well yeah we, we, i mean not the mcu he was in uh, first class but also oh, okay. into the the comics in general sorry i've been thinking about a lot about the mcu and i was like wait a minute did i miss it yeah. did i miss a tv show somewhere a webisode <laughs> um again this is you know we're gonna go pretty quick uh the the basic thing is his mom was horrible uh and he was a mutant he has like physical deformities and darwin's whole thing is that he evolves uh so like kids try to give him a swirly uh and he evolves gills to breathe uh toilet water so fun times there not great not great um uh, he, he also gets recruited yeah he also gets recruited as he develops more and more things and gets basically experimented on um and then yeah he gets recruited just like the other guy did um yeah. i think i understand what's happening here gary yes yeah someone's being people are being recruited mm-hmm. um yeah it is a it is a good uh the one thing i really like about this comic is him trying to kill himself and his uh his bone it's like the day he learned he couldn't kill himself without trying his body grew softer and his bones grew soft he almost bounced when he hit the pavement um i really like that little bit yeah people failing to kill themselves is like a trope i like the um and i I like kind of like i like the idea of exploring mutant powers a whole lot like having to figure out Mm -hmm. what your powers can and can't do is always something that's been really appealed to me um and like them acting involuntarily to save you from something i think is really cool and interesting yeah yeah um yeah and that's the end of issue two yeah i'm into uh, this who is this guy yeah, yeah. i know he's vulcan got, who is this guy out. yeah we gotta find out more uh cool stuff happens in this like and rereading it i wish it wasn't six issues you know mm-hmm. uh like it, it, it it's a little decompressed as was the style at the time sure um i think that i think you're right like but at the same time like hey you know i'm I'm here for the ride like i'm okay this will be like mm-hmm. and you know f- six episodes of the podcast so hey we're putting in the fucking work at the content mine yeah absolutely yeah uh we appreciate you if you like this show you can support us on patreon if you go to patreon.com slash duckfeed tv uh that is the best way to support us mm-hmm. most direct but if you're unable to do that ratings reviews are helpful and telling a friend yeah so. do all of that um that would be really really nice if you did all three of those things do the triple be mm-hmm. the triple threat in the world you know what i'm saying absolutely what be would the we triple threat you want to see in the world what would we call the um the egot of podcasting listeners what would be the there's the review 
There's the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> there's the yeah, yeah. there's the, the recommend. The we need some vowels the in RP there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a it, it kind of messes the whole thing up. Um I'm trying I'm just trying to think. I don't know if I have it in me, man. I gotta grab some food. Okay. I, I, I'm gonna think on it and I'll get back to you next time we record. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll definitely remember that joke. I'm gonna remember this one month from now. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Get yeah. get at me, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Bye. Gary, I don't have enough energy to joke anymore. Please let me off the podcast. <laughs> I need to eat so bad. This went way longer than I thought it would. I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs>